0: The following is a presentation of the Sovereign Tech podcast feed. The Golden Stallion, the Man of Tomorrow, Savzu, the Rated R Radio Star, Dr. Brian Sovereign here for a a Sovereign Shorts where, um, you know, we just cover the little things. Though, I got to say, I don't know how little this is. And really, in some ways, dare I say, it's rather bold. And what we're talking about, um, I hinted at this uh, about a week ago on Patreon-only content. It was during a QA. and a So if you're a Sovereign Tech patron, you know, I hinted at this. Um, And if you're not a Sovereign Tech patron, patreon.com slash Sovereign Tech. Get your hookup. Great stuff happening, especially at the end of the month. We have our, our live Q&A that will be happening via the Discord server. Going to be a great time. And, well, there's other things coming the end of this month. But anyway, what we're talking about here in this Sovereign Short is DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo has decided to release a desktop browser. Now, that's not all. We might cover another, another bit of tech here as well. Um, But this is the main thing I want to get into. Uh, Of course, in 2021, we have done our Ultimate series, which included the Ultimate Browser. And basically, my recommendation was uh, the Brave Browser earlier in 2021. Now, the DuckDuckGo browser is... You know, how am I going to recommend that? Because it's not coming out until 2022. I have a link in the show notes with more details. There's actually a lot of details we don't have because of that. I don't know that I'm going to be recommending it, you know, when it gets released in 2022. Um, apparently it is in beta right now on macOS, And that speaks to some of the strange language. Like uh, th- th- there's there's unnecessarily vague language used, um, by the marketing team from DuckDuckGo that I, I find to be, it's just weird. I like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what, what they're trying to pull or, or say here because I know the first thing you're asking is, okay, DuckDuckGo is coming out with its own desktop web browser. They already have a mobile one, um, which is great by the way, but we'll, we'll talk about that more in a second. Um, so what's, what is it going to be, you know, is it a fork of, of Chrome? Like, you know, what, what is it, are they going to use, you know, the new version of, of Gecko, uh, that Mozilla has put out for Firefox? Like, what are they using their own web engine? You know, (laughs) are they going to use Trident again? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like what, 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 what are they using here? Um, well, that's where things I think get, it's not only vague at first, but then even when the Verge kind of got an answer out of them, and then they were just dancing around. So to be clear, I like DuckDuckGo. I use DuckDuckGo. I recommend DuckDuckGo all the time. Um the the mobile browser, okay, and we'll we'll talk about the desktop browser in a second. The mobile browser, uh, especially for Android, is very good. Uh, I mean, a- actually right now it, it's kind of my, my mainline uh, browser that I use on my Android device. Um, I do use it as, as my main browser because of the, a lot of the, the tracking protection that it includes, it ends up having by default an ad blocker. Um, it's not as good an ad blocker as say uBlock block origin on Firefox for Android, but it's, it's good enough. Um, now it essentially just uses like like many browsers, minus Firefox for Android, and I guess the Tor browser, and maybe a couple others, um, but like most browsers on Android, it just uses Chrome, you know, essentially as its backend. So it, so in a real way, it's like it's like a Chrome uh, wrapper, okay? Wrapper. So in a lot of ways, you're not really downloading like a wholly new web browser, like you would be with Firefox, um, you know, it's taking advantage of what the system already has. Uh, And, you know, there's there's advantages and disadvantages to that. The advantages are it's lightning fast um, and it plays well, especially in Android, with a lot of the shareability and interoperability between apps um, that, you know, that 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 Chrome does so well on Android, because, I mean, in in a million ways, like Chrome is Android uh, and vice versa. It, not, not entirely. It's not like Chrome, Chrome OS, but close. Uh, I mean, for example, just when you take a look, if you don't believe me, when you go to the play store and you're updating Chrome, notice how all of your apps shut down as, as soon as, you know, as soon as Chrome starts installing. Why? Because Chrome is the fucking backbone of that operating system. Just proving my point. But anyway, like that, that's fine now. And, and there's an advantage to that. The disadvantage is that all of the security flaws that come along with Chrome and Android affect any web browser that uses Chrome uh, as its base on Android? You know, Firefox for Android has a completely independent security system, or you know, well, security certificates at that. Uh, so, you know, there's the advantage for using Firefox among some others. But you know, I'm, I'm just bringing this up anyway. I, I really like DuckDuckGo on. Um, you know, on Android. And the reason I use it is it's about the simplest way without installing a bunch of other crap. It's about the simplest way of having DuckDuckGo set as my search engine, okay, on an Android device. Again, a, a more, look, I'm running a Pixel 6. It's more stock. I am not doing OS. I'm not doing Graphene. I'm not doing, uh, you know, um, Lineage, right? I'm not doing any of that. It's a business phone you get the deal. Okay. So it works really, it works really, really well for that. And again, it essentially, because of the way that it's set up, it essentially has an ad blocker built in essentially. And there are some other features involved, which, which are nice. Uh, but that's, that's the idea. You know, uh, do I recommend, do I think brave works great on Android? Yeah, absolutely. I do. So does Firefox, if that's your bag, but also one of the best parts of using DuckDuckGo browser on Android is, is I don't have to, it doesn't even bother to ask me, would you like to create an account? No, because DuckDuckGo knows, no, we don't want to have an account for you. Okay. Um, so I, I I really like that. You just install it and use it and away you go. Just as Satan intended, you know, no accounts. Anyway. Um, so I like the mobile browser a lot and you under, I hope, I've explained how the mobile browser works that in, in effect, you're skinning Chrome on, on Android now on iOS, because you know, the DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo browser is available there as well, works the same way, but instead of Chromium, you know, instead of Chrome as its base, it's Safari as its base. Um, and iOS doesn't allow you to have any other uh, rendering engine. So like you, you know, even Google Chrome, on ironically on iOS doesn't use Chromium, your blink, which is, you know, technically Google's uh, what they, they forked off of Chromium. Um, You know, it doesn't use that. It uses WebKit, which is what Safari runs off of for a rendering engine. Okay. And, you know, again, there's advantages and disadvantages to that, right? Now for, so I hope you're hearing me applaud and recommend the use of DuckDuckGo, despite in what I'm about to say. So with the desktop browser, DuckDuckGo is doing the same exact thing. They're saying, you know, we're, it's, it's, well, here, let me read directly from DuckDuckGo's post. Okay. It's in their 2021 in review where they announce it. Uh, here we go. And this is directly, was it Gabriel Weinberg, I think who is the, the, the CEO, um, he says, like we've done on mobile, quote, like we've done on mobile, DuckDuckGo for desktop will redefine user expectations of everyday online privacy. No complicated settings, no misleading warnings, no levels of privacy protection, just robust privacy protection that works by default across search browsing, email, and more. It's not a privacy browser. It's an everyday browsing app that respects your privacy because there's never a bad time to stop companies from spying on your search and browsing history instead of forking. Okay. So let's break down that paragraph right there. You know, that all sounds fine and I get where they're coming from. They don't want it to be a bunch of complicated settings. They just want something that is respecting privacy, doing the best job that it can through, um, you know, some, some interesting technological approaches of blocking trackers that they are doing um, and like their rating system for sites and all, I mean, all, all fine and dandy. Like I don't hear anything wrong here. I I think it's odd. Why not call it a privacy browser? Like what's, what's the fucking harm in that? You know, I I think that's a little strange. Well, you don't want to be like thought of as like brave or Firefox. You're trying to be something different. I mean, you're being something different. Well, we'll see come 2022, if they're going to have accounts or anything like that, set up, you know, to where you could like sync across devices, right? We'll see what happens there. I, I just, I find it a little weird that they're not running with the term privacy browser, but okay. Let's go to the second paragraph. This is where things get muddled. Instead of forking Chromium or anything else, we're building our desktop app around the OS provided rendering engines, like on mobile, that's what they say allowing us to strip away a lot of the unnecessary cruft and clutter that's accumulated over the years in major browsers. With our clean and simple interface combined with the beloved fire button from our mobile app, the fire button is what, you know, torches your entire history instantly. I mean, that's, that's nice. Uh, DuckDuckGo for reading on DuckDuckGo for desktop will be ready to become your new everyday browsing app. So they do expect you to use this all the time. It's not just like going to be a search app. Uh anyway, compared to Chrome, the the DuckDuckGo app for desktop is cleaner, way more private, and early tests have found it significantly faster, too. And I can believe that. Um all right, but here that first sentence in the second paragraph is where there's trouble. And it says, "Instead of forking Chromium or anything else, we're building our desktop app around the OS provided rendering engines." You know <laughs> See <laughs> This is this is the part that doesn't make sense. So it's not, all right, well, okay. So so it's already in beta test on macOS. Now I can understand what you might be wondering, like, wait, why the fuck are they beta testing on macOS? Uh I could see a couple of reasons. One of them being is that duck, you know, mac OS was one of the first operating systems to system-wide support DuckDuckGo, which is great. Um the other advantage is, yeah, uh like if they wanted to test it out. See on, on Mac OS, it's true that they wouldn't be using Chromium, right? Because if you're going to use the OS based rendering engine for Mac OS, that's WebKit, not Chromium. Chromium is is based off of WebKit, but they're, they're different. And really, you know, Chrome, Google, you know, Google Chrome is actually blink, which itself is kind of based off of Chromium. Anyway, I don't mean to make you go cross-eyed here, but point being, so that's the truth for Mac OS. Great. Okay. But for Windows, and they did confirm there's going to be a version for Windows, uh, Windows uses Chromium. (laughs) Like like they're saying instead of like forking Chromium or anything else, like it sounds like they're saying they're not going to use Chromium. But then if you're using the OS based rendering engine. I would assume that they mean they're going to use Edge. Which is the OS, you know? Which is the the, the browser and the built, which attached to the rendering engine, you know, in Windows 10 and Windows 11, and that's that's Chrome, <laughs> like that. That's Chromium based. That's the big deal, right? That 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 Microsoft Edge, you know, announced a couple of years ago is that yeah, we're going, we're we're getting away from uh. Well, originally they had the Edge HTML web rendering web web, web, web rendering engine, and but then they they switched over to Chromium just to be more compatible and to stop having to worry about writing their own code. So what what is DuckDuckGo gonna be on on fucking Windows like <laughs> like th- this is and and The Verge got some kind of an answer where the person said oh yeah we're using WebView one and WebView two on Mac OS and on um and WebView two on on Windows but WebView two is just Chromium so I, I I'm. I don't know. Like, like I'm baffled. I don't understand what the hell they're saying. Uh, and I don't know why they're being like, why be coy about it? The, the only thing I can guess is they're trying to say that they're not Chrome while, while still technically they are, or, you know, that they're not Chromium and they don't like, like, yeah. Okay. When they say they want it to be an everyday, uh, you know, browser, and maybe this speaks to why they don't want to call it a privacy browser is they want to get the everyday person. They want the layman using this, which I think is a laudable goal. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Keep, keep it simple, you know, and, and have it there for, uh, you know, for people. I mean, Oh, I, I did a Q and a on, on Patreon about this. Like, what are the simple things you can do? You know, and just getting people off of like, say Google Chrome is a great thing, you know? So Kind of talking people over to to a, a DuckDuckGo browser sounds fantastic, um, especially when it's so simple and there's not a bunch of, you know, login nonsense and, and everything else. Anyway, just maybe this is just marketing speak to get the, the normies, you know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean that with disrespect. I'm just saying to get the everyday people, the not-so-savvy, to think that it's not Chrome, even though on Windows, I mean, on Mac, it's not. It'd be WebKit-based and you know is that okay yeah i've i've always said if you use a mac fucking use safari i I've, I've been saying that for years since the beginning of, of sovereign tech i've said you know do that if you're using a mac i mean i even recommended that even when i was really hot on firefox i i still on mac i said yeah use safari safari's great so you know am i going to complain or am i am i going to say don't use duckduckgo on you know, on Mac, no, by all means, especially you know, it's not Chrome, uh, you know, or it's not Chromium based. That's great, but on Windows, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't know what they're trying to pull and what they're trying to say. It's got to be some kind of marketing stunt, but it's a bad one because people like me, you know, the tech savvy folk, and people like you, the, a lot of the listeners. You're the ones that your family or friends go to. Hey, what should I be using? You know, what, what do you think about this? I saw this on whatever, you know, Alphabet Soup news or uh, uh, channel. You know, what do you think about that? And you know, we're the ones that that recommend to people and that people, you know, usually trust. Um, and the language that DuckDuckGo is using, like, is is real. In my opinion, it's ultimately fucking with their marketing because it's just making things confusing and it's causing people like us the word of mouth who are the best marketing you can have. It's causing us to question you. Like, what's your plan here, Jack? And this should have been, this is like the first thing you have to answer. So I just find the whole thing fucking odd. Um, But, you know, DuckDuckGo is putting out, and actually if you go to the link in the show notes for the the 2021 review, um, they're putting on a lot of really interesting technology uh, or, you know, like, like features, I guess you could say into the search engine, as well as like the mobile browser itself. And really even beyond, um, that, like I really, really dig, uh, they came out with, um, a, well, what they call email protection, but what this is. So actually I'll read right from it. Um, email protection, our free email forwarding service that removes trackers in your email, and protects the privacy of your personal email address without asking you to change email providers. So now this is something you have to sign up for a wait list to get in on. Um, I already have this and I love it. So I have an email address. I don't mind putting it out there. Um, It's sovereign S O V R Y N. Of course, it's just sovereign at duck.com dynamite. (laughs) Like that's easy to say and put out there. Um, And it forwards to whatever email address I want it to forward to, and you can create, you know, other ones. So I don't have to like tell you sovereign at duck.com. I can make other ones. Um, now you, you might be thinking, wait a minute, stallion. You just said, but isn't it great that DuckDuckGo doesn't like want any accounts. doesn't want you to make an account. They're not asking you to make an account when they set this up. Okay. There are very simple things that they do that, that you request, and all of it, they don't store your emails or anything like that. All of it gets stored in RAM. So that way, you know, once it's overwritten, it's, it's gone. It's just, it's just fucking gone. Or when the server gets turned off, it's gone. It's not on a hard drive. Your email is not on a hard drive. This is not going through anything like that. It's running straight through RAM. It's the right way to do it. I like it. I mean, and this is something you can do with other email providers as well. I mean, like I use FastMail, been using FastMail for years. You can make a million aliases, Okay, now that's not going to do anything about the tracking protection. That's the beauty that that DuckDuckGo adds on with this. Um, But you know, it's a, it's a way of I mean, like like a, a fun thing to do is create an email address for like every account that you set up, or like if you're going to stay at a hotel, make an make an email address that has the hotel's name in it, and. You know, again, you can make hundreds of emails. And the fun thing to do with this is you can tell, you know, like who, what company sold off your email information when you start getting spam and you see that it was, you know, uh, a hotel royale at SovereignTech.com. Right. It's like, oh, it was that hotel that sold off my shit. And I mean, you can do fun things like that, right? When you can make a bunch of these aliases. Um, but this is going a step further where it is removing trackers. And, and look, I know there's plenty of other ways to do it, but this is making it simple. That's DuckDuckGo's whole MO is making it something that everybody can do. And I think that's a fine and wonderful thing. Um, they, they've started some other stuff too. They're kind Like on Android, they have created a quasi-VPN that does uh, tracker blocking between apps like so. So say that like an app wants to collect or is is sending off or collecting such and so much information Um, when you have the the, uh, you know, the the DuckDuckGo mobile app installed on Android. And this might be for iOS as well. I'm not sure, but uh, it will it will essentially, you know, have a VPN connection, right? Like you'll see that key in the upper right hand side. Um, that will block these apps from, you know, sending out a lot of tracking data. Great. I love that. Work simply one button and you're done. You know, like that, that's that, that's dynamite. I applaud a lot of the stuff that they're coming up with. It's interesting. A lot of these technologies are things that Firefox or Mozilla was talking about, you know, having come out. And of course, they have come out with their own VPN. Um, but DuckDuckGo is really expanding here. And I think it's expanding in the right direction. It's sticking to privacy and, you know, anti-tracking and and security and all of that. I mean, I know in a way you could say that Firefox is already doing all of this right with anti-fingerprinting and everything else um, and that you could effectively like run any app in Firefox as like a PWA. But we all know that Firefox and PWAs don't always play well together. But regardless, you know, like, yeah, that's fine if you want to go that route. But this is a dead simple route, you know, for for. We could argue, you know, the less savvy or, you know, everybody else. And again, it's fine for these kinds of things to exist in the market. And especially for it to just be one app that you install. Um, So I like what DuckDuckGo is doing here. I think them creating a web browser when one could easily argue we don't need another web browser out there. uh, And I can agree with that to some degree. You know, I I like the idea. I I just, again, I... I just feel really skittish about the way that they're that they're selling this thing, about the way that they're marketing it. I don't get it. Like it really feels like they're 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 really confusing what it does. Like they just will not come out and say that it's using on Windows that it's going to use Chromium, unless it's somehow not going to. But when you say you're using WebView2, that's what you're doing. I don't care what name you want to put on it. We know what it is in the code, and that's Chromium. It's what Edge runs on. And I mean, the other issue is, too, like with Windows 11, holy fuck, this is going to be, I mean, such a massive pain in the ass to set up as the default browser. We all know how how much of a pain in the ass it is to set up a default browser in any way, uh, you know, on Windows 11 specifically, specifically on 11. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've told everybody, like, I've gone back to Windows 7. You know, I, I, I popped it on a Skylake machine, and that's probably, you know... Ne- on a somewhat primary machine that I have, that's what it's going to run for the rest of its fucking life. And when that machine breaks, I'll probably go out and find another inexpensive, you know, uh, uh, Skylake or earlier computer though. Skylake's really where I like to stick because that's when they started to get like power consumption. Right. Um, you know, and, 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 and I'll do, I'll do it again that way. Or, you know, maybe virtualization technology will get to such a, such a mode where I would feel comfortable, you know, running, um, windows and running some of the software I want to run, uh, you know, within, within a virtual machine on a Linux box, which, you know, Linux is always going to be my mainstay. Uh, well, I don't want to say always, you never know what's coming down, you know, w- w- what could be coming out. I mean, I even, I brought this up in a Q and a as well. I mean, BOS, or, or should I say, what, what they, uh, Haiku is what they call it, um, which is the open source version of BOS. Uh, th- like they're, they're on beta three as of 2021, like th- that just came out in 2021. It's still in active development. That's fucking exciting, you know? So I don't want to say that that'll always be on Linux, but I'm sure as fuck not going to be on windows 11 or windows 12, but you know, speaking of Linux um, there's, there is no language. Around that. There is no talk about Linux and the DuckDuckGo browser, which I I think's a fucking shame. Because I would think there's your built-in audience. You know, if I if I was if I was DuckDuckGo, well, there's a couple things I'd be doing here. <laughs> okay. One, <laughs> I'd love to write a browser in assembly. <laughs> you know, if I've got the if I have the money and the manpower. Uh oh yeah baby like uh, we we're, we're going with a whole new engine you know and, and 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 you know all new software um I would not be going with you know whatever the OS happens to have um I'd be doing that is that incredibly hard to do yep it is but that's what makes it worth doing and i mean look I, i'm not surprised Okay. That DuckDuckGo is not doing that because I mean, look, uh, you know, ultimately DuckDuckGo is Bing, right? With, with a privacy sheen, you know, <laughs> like, but it's just Bing. Like I applaud Brave. Brave is doing their own search and it's their own search. They're, like they're building that from the ground up. That's not Bing. That's not Google. That's no one else's search engine. That's theirs. So right now, you know, with the debate, like it obviously doesn't work very well yet. But I still think it's a great thing for them to get it out there, proof of concept and so on. Um, anyway, so I would I would build a completely independent web browser, you know, and and would would rock, you know, my own rendering engine, whatever, or pick up, you know, where, where other ones have left off. Because there have been a lot developed over the years that just got left by the wayside where you could you could just pick up the code, you know, and, and run with it. Um, the other thing I would do if I was DuckDuckGo is like I'd be working with. I don't know, maybe system 76 or, you know, uh, one of the Linux distros, maybe work with like even Linux Mint, work with the team there and make the DuckDuckGo browser, the default browser that installs with, you know, some, you know, whatever distro of of Linux, uh, that, that's that, that they happen to, to partner with or fuck hook up with canonical. Really? I, I I think that that, that'd be a genius move because then you have an, an immediate install base and you know, maybe Linux people would be kind of pissed about it, but I don't know. I'm a hardcore Linux guy and, and I, I think it's a wonderful idea. Now, granted, if it's just based on chromium, okay, then that doesn't I don't really want that, right? Because then you're you're essentially getting chromium pre-installed, and I think there are valid concerns, you know, around that. Um, which is part of the reason most Linux distros, have Firefox there at the ready. I mean, there's plenty that will use like Chromium, not instead of Google Chrome, they'll just install the Chromium browser. And that, you know, I get that. Uh, yeah, I, this is just all of the, all of this just comes off as really, really weird. And we're not going to know until we see it, but I wanted to do this sovereign short just to temper expectations because it's exciting in one sense, but then in the other, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you saying? You know, <laughs> like, like, who are you talking to? You know, what? what's your audience here? Like, what? I, it all just comes off as strange. And, and I, I'll leave it at that. We don't want sovereign shorts. They're meant to be short. We don't want them to go too long. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, more sovereign tech to come. And I will see all of you woo, on the other side.